Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen here with Alex King. Today is Thursday, May the 2nd, 2019. It's 8 a.m. in New York, 5 a.m. in Los Angeles, 1 p.m. in London, and I believe it's, well, I forget what time it is. I didn't do my check on Sydney, but Sydney, whatever time it is, <laughs> I hope it's a great time of day for you. Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us for another episode of LOA Today, your daily dose of happy. And uh, we're happy to be able to broadcast at all, to do a podcast at all, because we've been having all kinds of trouble with Zoom and live streaming to YouTube and live streaming to Facebook. It seems that live streaming is not our friend this week. <laughs> hopefully, Zoom is going to get that fixed very, very soon, and then we'll be able to get back to chatting with our friends live while we do the show, because that that's half the fun, doing yeah, it. Yeah, right? exactly. Having yeah. those interactions, that makes it really, really interesting. <laughs> so, um, I've been missing it. I, I need talk about having a daily dose of happy. I'm also used to our daily dose of chatting, and, and I miss right. it, you know? Yeah, we need it in our lives, yeah. We do. It's, well, socialization is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they also, uh, you'll notice that Joel is not joining us today. That's because he has a, a prior engagement that he that kind of got in the way of doing the show today. Um, but he plans to be back next week. So uh, we're just going to hold down the fort and do our thing without him and look forward to talking to him next week. Yeah. I, I always love talking to Joel. He is so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't he have the best stories? I mean, he's, just absolutely. He's got the best stories, the best personality. He's just, he's so cool. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He's wonderful. So. We uh, wish him well as he deals with his uh, stuff that he's doing today, and then we'll yep. be talking to him next week. So let's see. Uh, now, the good news is we're we're only about two minutes into it, but so far I haven't seen the message pop up saying that uh, we lost the connection to Facebook. So yep. we're still connected. This is a good thing. We're going to stay connected. That's how it's going to be. We're going to stay connected? Well, yep. I like that. I hope yep. that really is true. So <laughs> while we're attempting to stay connected... <laughs> <laughs> What are we going to talk about today? I mean, we so often play off of what our live stream listeners come up with, you know, what, what their questions and topics are. We don't have that. So we're on our own in a sense. Unless the oh, no. <laughs> Can we handle it? Oh, no. You shouldn't leave us in a alone in a room together. Oh, no. <laughs> true enough. True enough. <laughs> well, actually, we were talking before the podcast started um, that – we have, um, after a bit of a, uh, I don't know, a vacation, <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have gotten back to working on the, the script for the uh, audio play. Yep, yep. Uh, I, I'm realizing that I need to just set aside chunks of time because I've been trying to do it like, okay, I'll get this other stuff done and then right. I'll work out the play and I never get to the play because the, the other stuff never gets done. There's like an endless supply of it, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I have to like just set aside a chunk of time because really what we need to do, we have two things left, don't we? We have to kind of trim it down, pull out stuff so that it's down to like, you know, 22, 23, 24 minutes, something like that. Well, I pulled out a lot of stuff yesterday, the whole, in, oh, in the, uh, yeah, in the uh, Lexi, uh, Nance conversation. Cause okay. once, once we added the stuff we wanted to add, a lot of the other stuff didn't make sense. So I had to, I had to trim some of that down. Good, good. Okay, so that, that limits that task. Then the only thing left is to go through and start hooking everything. Yep, yep. Which basically means just going in and finding every 30 seconds or so someplace to either have a little mini crisis or mm-hmm. uh, something to laugh at mm-hmm. or, or something to just kind of break up the flow of it. Like, you know, yeah. why is it that that car keeps pulling in front of me? <laughs> so, <laughs> <stuff like that. laughs> What is this, road rage mode or something like that? What's going on here? <laughs> road rage mode. <laughs> oh, goodness. I mean, drilling out his window. 
must be in Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) Boston residents can send their cards and letters to Alex. Listen, I am from Massachusetts, so I can say that. <laughs> you can say that, I guess. I can. I'm from Connecticut. <laughs> we're, we're the poor, uh, wicked stepsister of Massachusetts, so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the good news is we're, we're in a, a very happy mood. We've just got ourselves, you know, laughing and rollicking and so forth. Yep. And yeah. that, that's actually the main topic. I mean, law of attraction is all about getting into that really good feeling place and yep. milking it and turning it into feeling better and better and better. Exactly. Um, I've been noticing lately that I have, you know, the emotional scale that Abraham Hicks put together, the 22 steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been at about number three a lot of the time lately. Okay. Which, which is, you know, th- three from the top. That's pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. And, I like the fact that not only have I been there lately, but it used to be I was quite a bit further down as my norm. My norm yeah. was somewhere in the middle there. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm just like a couple steps away from feeling joyous all the time. Yeah. And like, wow, the goal is within sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good feeling. It is a good feeling. And you know what? I'm, I'm actually trying to challenge in one sense. I mean, this isn't my main motivation, but. One of my sort of minor motivations is to challenge the notion that you can't be happy all the time. I'm mostly happy all the time, so. I think you can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like every time I bring that up, even with other co-hosts, it's like people say, well, you know, um, contrast happens and, you know, bad things happen. Yeah, but it. It's it's how you choose to deal with it. Exactly. Like a lot of stuff happens and I'm like. Yeah, but you know what? I'm I'm deciding not to subscribe to this depression today. Like mm-hmm. that's just I'm canceling it. So mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, that it's so critical. We, it's all about our, and and I think they would all agree with this too, by the way. I don't yeah. Mean, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Um but it's all about how we react to the stuff that happens. Right. You right. know? If if uh if, you know, if if uh, somebody steals your dog or steals your cat, you know, are you going to turn that into uh, an epic moment that is just going to keep resonating for weeks on end and produce more epic moments of the same kind? Or are you going to find some way to make peace and yeah. hopefully find the cat and the dog? Right, right. You know? I was going to say find the dog, yeah. I, mean, I, I certainly don't want to just abandon the cat <laughs> or the dog. but Yeah, you don't you know. just want to throw your hands up in the air and go, well, it happens. <laughs> it happens, yeah. It happens and, you know, and and – as long as I don't give, give any emotional um, power to it, it won't right. keep happening. Right, right. That's the thing. We give so much See, emotional power. I have trouble with that. The it's and it's it's a uh, it's part of an autism trait. So the other day, um, when things change suddenly for me, I can't handle it. Like I can't deal. I just, mm. I just, I just, I don't know. And I and it affects me emotionally. Like my. Uh, what, you know, I have a nurse that comes every every day. So my usual nurse, Mike, is the guy that comes every day. So I'm used to him. And I've had him for years. And then um, some strange lady showed up at my house the other day. And I was like, uh, where's Mike? Like, not to be rude, but <laughs> who are you? <laughs> yeah, right. And she's like, oh, I'll be taking over for Mike for the rest of the week. And, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? 
<laughs> so I instantly start crying because Aww. I just I can't handle stuff like that. Like you can't pull the rug from under me. I'm not one of those people. And I was like, so then um, I immediately, you know, once I once she left and I stopped crying, I called Mike and I was like, hey, um, who is this stranger in my house today? And he was like, oh, I told you last week. No, sir, you didn't. You didn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if I was prepared, that'd be one thing. But it turns out it was a miscommunication. She was only there for one day. And, oh. <laughs> so yeah. You didn't she even was, have the right information. Yeah. She was like, oh, I'm going to be here Monday through Friday. And I was like, no, I don't know you, stranger danger. I don't like it. So <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, but I was, I was shut down for the rest of the day. Like I just, wow. I just, yeah, I couldn't. I was like, no, why, how would they do this to me? They know I can't deal with stuff like this. Like it's happened before where they changed nurses on me and I had to call headquarters and be like, listen, you can't do that to me. I can't, I can't handle it. And they would send the nurse back. Like, <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. We, we forgot, we forgot who it was. My bad. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's pretend for a moment that you don't have the diagnosed conditions, the anxiety yeah. and all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's pretend that it's, that we're just dealing with it as straight, Law of attraction, deliberate mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. What was there anything that you think of that you could have done or that you could do going forward to help you find a better feeling place with that? I probably, you know, hindsight being twenty twenty, I could have probably been like, you know what? Um, nope, I don't subscribe to this nurse, mm. and Mike, Mike will be back. That's a good place. Yeah. Especially if you could feel that. Right. Right. Because that's but where the power is. In the moment, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like ugly crying. It was Aww. so bad. <laughs> Aww. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, emotions are powerful. They truly are powerful. And, and they, it, it comes down to whether or not we're going to be in control of them, of course. You know, who's, who's in control? Are the emotions in control of me? Or they, am I in control of the emotions? And well, that's the thing. Normally, I'm in control, but like certain when things like that happen, I can't do it. Well, it's probably because I keep saying I can't do it. <laughs> well, I can tell you one good thing, mm. and it's not directly related to what we were just talking about. There's one good thing. <laughs> we're our, our, our Facebook live stream is still going. Nice. <laughs> Maybe they fixed some of this. They haven't fixed all of it because we tried live streaming to YouTube first, and that didn't work. Yeah. But the fact that we're not losing it on Facebook, that that's something. That's worth celebrating. <laughs> well, I told you we were going to stay on, so. There it is. And you believed it, and you felt it. Yeah. Plus, I'm always right, so duh. <laughs> no, that, that's worth remembering, actually. Yeah. I think you're always right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remind people on the daily. <laughs> no, but I mean relate, reminding yourself. Yeah. Well, I do, I do a lot of the time. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Oh, that's, this came true because I'm always right. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. So if another, another nurse shows up, you can say to yourself, well, I know my nurse is coming back because I'm always right. Yes. Yes. It'll, I mean, it'll be a 30 second breakdown, but after the 30 seconds, I'll be fine. Hey, 30 seconds is a whole lot better than a full day. I mean, that's yeah. like a whole day, you know? <laughs> Just think of the time savings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My poor mom video chatted me for work and she was like, are you still depressed? I was like, yes, I'm in bed. <laughs> By the way, Kevin uh, posted a note. He says, Alex, I go through the same thing with change, but I get mad. 
Oh, I was I was mad because but when I tell after I spoke to him, I was like, okay. <laughs> he had kind of calmed me down by saying, no, 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 I'll be back, and I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> don't do that again. Don't do it again. Yes. <laughs> I may be responsible for my feelings, but don't do it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do not let this happen. <laughs> do not let it happen. That's right. <laughs> I'm warning you. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, of course, the other piece of news, I don't, I don't know if you noticed, I have a new webcam, so I, I'm trying to... Oh, do you? Yeah, is that why you look up? up? Yeah, I noticed there was a different angle. Yeah, the angle's a little bit different. Um, yeah. The color's a little bit crisper, the line's a little bit crisper, so mm-hmm, it's not my mm-hmm. So, yeah. Figured, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, if people are going to have to look at me, they might as well look at something that's fairly decent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that's the case, you may want the camera to be a little less quality then, so it's a little cloudy. <laughs> I tried that theory. That, that's, the first one I had was the one that was built into the laptop, which is really oh, they suck. Really terrible. They suck so bad. That's why I don't use Zoom on my laptop because I'm like I can't even see what I'm seeing. Exactly. Yeah. Terrible. So the theory sounds good in theory, but when you actually try and practice, it really. <laughs> Because in the middle of the screen, what's that blob doing anyway? Yeah, it's like I see it moving, but I don't know what it's. <laughs> it's cute. You're cute, but I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> so let's see. What do we have going on here? Just says if been giving myself a minute. I I repeat, I am in my head. It seems to center me, and the outcome has been better. Yeah, that makes sense. That that ties into what uh, Cindy Chavez and I were talking about yesterday. Cindy and I mm-hmm. do um, the Neville studies. Right. Neville Day, yep. Neville Day, every single Wednesday. And mm-hmm. uh, I am is a big, big part of what Neville teaches. That I am is a very powerful way to start anything. When you're trying now to explain have. the I am. In a nutshell, if you, if you start a thought process of any kind with mm-hmm. the idea of I am, you are basically setting yourself up to be what we Abraham-type followers would call the best manifester you can be. Okay. Um, Devil okay. doesn't call it manifesting. He doesn't use that word very much. Right. Um, but it, that's what it amounts to. And that mm-hmm. I am statement is, the, is is an extremely powerful way of reinforcing that you are God, that you are the mm-hmm. God of your life. Okay. And that when, when you start with the I am place, you are acknowledging your consciousness Mm-hmm. You're acknowledging your soul. Mm-hmm. You're acknowledging that everything that you decide to focus on mm-hmm. is what ends up happening in your life. Mm-hmm. So it's a very empowering position. And and there's something psychologically powerful about just sta- stating I am and just saying I am and feeling that I am. Yeah. Um, in fact, if you start with I am and then you mm-hmm. follow it up with I am Walt or I am walking or, or whatever, but starting mm-hmm. with just I am and then following up with something like that, that alone starts to give you a sense of control. Okay. A sense of power, a sense of, of belief in yourself, confidence, all that stuff starts to build up. So I am is an extremely powerful way to just start thought process. Mm-hmm. And of course, Neville is very much um, one who emphasizes the, the feeling associated with it, as Cindy points out, the, the phrase that she and I like to focus on that is a Nello phrase is assume the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you want to attract something into your life, live it, 
live it with feeling, with gusto, as if yeah. you are in yeah. the scene, as if it's part of your 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 actual life. Because as it is part of your mental life, it does become part of your actual life. I find that really hard to do. I've been trying that the last week, and I've I like I tried to say things in uh, past tense mm-hmm. as if they've already happened. But it's it's confusing grammatically. Exactly. No, I, I wouldn't do it as past tense. Okay. It's, it's present tense because it's okay. about the now. But you're okay. right. When you focus on trying to live in the past, it gets confusing because you know on some subconscious level or even on a conscious level that you're living in the present. Right. So your, your mind rebels against that. Yes, exactly. Right. So it's like if you were going to go climb a ladder or if you were going to walk upstairs yeah. or if you were going to just take a walk down the, the road. You wouldn't say, I was going down the road. Right. You'd say, I am going down the road. I'm walking okay. down the road right now. So okay. tell your stories that way, as if it were happening right now. Yeah. Abraham I, was, a- I was thinking, like, well, after I walked, I have already walked down the road. And that, that didn't sit well with me. So I was like, it's I don't like past. it. <laughs> You're not living with it right now. It's not Okay. So right yeah. pre- stay in yeah, the, the idea is you want to experience it in your mind right now. And if you experience yeah. it now that's the power that's where the power of pulling got it, it. okay yeah so um if you are walking down the road and you're thinking to yourself i am walking down the road right now you're doing a physical thing mm-hmm. okay now turn it into a mental exercise like an imagining thing you're sitting mm-hmm. in your chair but you, you you in your mind you feel yourself you can feel your imaginary legs walking down the road yeah now you are starting to build that scene okay it's kind of like what Abraham calls the wouldn't it be nice if process. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be nice if is a way of putting yourself into the present and saying, wow, I would love to have this happen right now. I would love to have that happen right now. Yeah. Well, and Neville takes it a step further and says, put yourself in that scene. Mm-hmm. I am experiencing this right now. I am doing this right now. I am. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because when we do that, I mean, like Abraham points out, when we focus on something and we continue to focus on it, even mm-hmm. if at the very beginning we don't have a whole lot of feeling associated with it, mm-hmm. the feeling is there. It's just very, very much turned down. Right. When we first think something, the, the amount of feeling associated with it in most cases is pretty darn small. It's not zero. It's never zero. Yeah. But it's very, very small. And right. As we stay with that thought process, it gets bigger and bigger. And by it, I mean the emotional feeling associated with it gets bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. So yeah. when you start with the I am, which is a very empowering position, and mm-hmm. then I am X, whatever X is that you're trying to imagine, and you're putting yourself into that scene and playing out that scene in your mind, mm-hmm. the more that you do that, the more that the feeling associated with it builds up. And as mm-hmm. it builds up, it becomes more and more real. And as Neville says, it hardens into reality the more that you stick with it. Yeah. So that's the process. Cool, cool, cool. And I, <clears throat> excuse me, I had a conversation with someone um, on Facebook, who was a Neville follower, I joined a Neville group. Oh, nice. And uh, ne- Neville people have a very different way of looking at law of attraction from Abrahamers or from, you know, other people in LOA circles. Well, that makes sense. Well, first of all, they don't think about it as law of attraction. The, the, the terminology is different. Ah. Uh, um, they also have, <laughs> I, I, I can't characterize it yet. It, mm-hmm. The mindset is a very different mindset. That's the best I can say at this point. Okay. But um, when you're talking with them, you know how on on Facebook, if if you express something in a way that 
clearly kind of undermines what you're trying to do, especially if you're posting asking for help. Everybody will jump in and say, well, no, what you really need to do is this, what you really need to yeah. do. Same kind of thing happens there, not surprisingly. Of course. And when you when you do it there, I, I think this is actually true in both cases. There is what I would call a MOTO, M-O-T-O, which stands mm-hmm. for Method of the Organization, but it's, it's sort of an acronym that means a way of speaking. It's kind of like a, a private language. Ah, okay. Culture. You know, kids have that growing up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, kids in, in school have their own private language so that the adults don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Well, the same thing happens in these various self-help groups associated with LOA. And mm-hmm. in each of the cases, they um, they express their their little critiques of what people post using the perspective of that, that language, mm-hmm. that, that, that way of expressing things. So if you don't know the language, it can actually be pretty confusing. Right, right. That's something I've noted not only in, like, I've seen it in uh, Law of Attraction Change My Life group. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in the Abraham Vortex group. I've seen it in uh, the Baby Elephant group. And I'm also now seeing it in the Neville group. What's the Baby Elephant group? That sounds adorable. <laughs> uh, that's by, it was created by a woman named Lior, uh, what's her name? Alexander, I think it is, uh, who lives in California. And she uh-huh. does a lot, a lot of YouTube stuff. And then she created the group as kind of a, I guess, a way to carry on the, the discussions related to the videos that she posts on YouTube. That makes sense. Yeah. And she has her own thing that she teaches. She's the one who teaches. Have you heard the five by 55 method? She's the one who teaches yeah. that one. Uh, okay. She teaches the, uh, the two cups method and some others that I can't even tell you what they are. Cause I don't, okay. I don't them all. but she has her own methods that she teaches. Um, but it, yeah, that's just another group where you, you have to know their motto. You have to know their, their, their language. If you yeah. don't know the language, it gets confusing. And, and this is kind of like the topic I was engaging in with this Neville person because someone had posted something. They said, I, I can't seem to get anywhere. I don't like the situation I'm in with my husband or whatever it was. And uh, what I really want is is I want people to go away. And <laughs> I swear, about half, half the respondents said, well, why don't you say what you want? Mm. Well, she did. Yeah. I want people to go away. But they didn't see it that way. And it's understandable. I mean, that's kind of an inverted way of saying it. I mean, we understand, you know, from an Abraham point of view, we understand you want to say it positively in terms of what you want, not yeah. negatively in terms of what you don't want. Um, but for somebody who isn't up on that, that's really confusing to say, well, you're not saying what you want because they did. They thought they did. Right. Right. So my point is, if I think it's really important anytime that we're responding to anybody on any of these groups to stop and think for a moment the way the person who is posting is thinking and understand that and then help them understand the parts of the language that they're missing. Mm-hmm. Cause otherwise it's like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that doesn't help anybody. I had that uh, almost same conversation with a friend of mine the other day. He was explaining to me, he was, we were talking about relationships and he was explaining to me about this chick he's talking to and, um, and he's like, and I thought about it the other day, and you ask a lot of weird questions. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's <laughs> like, he was like, I said something, and you were like, but why would she do that? And mm-hmm. and you're and and I I noticed that you seem to forget that not every woman is like you. So there are people <laughs> out there that do dumb stuff. And I was like, true. <laughs> so you know, I got to take that into context. Like there are people out there doing things that I wouldn't do. So, oh, yeah. yeah, 
I've been aware of that for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I just like, don't notice it when I say it in conversation. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, but why? Like, <laughs> well, Louise and I were actually talking about that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out to dinner and during dinner, I don't remember why, but the conversation kind of meandered around to what it was like when we were growing up. Of course, yeah. we grew up quite a few years before you were growing up. <laughs> during that time period, you know, back in, you know, Stone Age. And yeah, back in the dinosaurs. <laughs> the dinosaurs, yeah, boy. <laughs> You didn't want to hit a dinosaur with your car. Man, that did terrible damage. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> but, no, the, one of the things that I was noticing in a big, big way was how when I was young, every single adult that I interacted with that I could remember, except for my parents in an intimate family situation, everybody mm-hmm. else, and I don't think this is all that different today, mm-hmm. it was all very surface it was mm-hmm. all very, um, they were hiding all the stuff that was going on, that was really mm-hmm. going on. And so everything was fake. Yeah, I hate that. And that was my experience growing up. Everything was fake. And, yeah. And really confusing. Yeah. Really confusing. I, I didn't know, I didn't understand what I was supposed to do with it. Right, right. There was certainly nobody teaching me. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> there was, there was yeah. nobody doing a podcast on the law of attraction to tell me what's going on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, there, there wasn't even any psychologist getting on saying, well, you know, what's really going on here is people are actually hiding behind it. You know, whatever. There was nothing right. like that. It just didn't exist. Yeah. You know, there was Father Knows Best and Tom and Jerry, and that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> Father Knows Best. <laughs> there really wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, black and white. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, there was Star Trek. That was a little bit different, but. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. All three channels. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Before when we got public television, but yes. Ooh, <laughs> fancy. <laughs> oh my God. That would just be the day on Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I'm serious though. That. I, I think it probably still exists today. I think it's less than it was in some ways and more than it was in others. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I feel like people hide behind masks and every a lot of things are surface as, as opposed to people getting deeper and yeah. and experiencing and, and expressing how they feel about certain things. Yep, yep. I agree with that. I'm not one of them. I'm like, no, let's get to the nitty gritty right now. Let's open up and talk about it. Let's ask questions. <laughs> it wouldn't work doing a podcast if you didn't. I mean, right. It's required. You can't, have, you can't have a podcast called The Surface and you just sit there and stare at each other. Like, <laughs> it's like so what did you do today? Nothing. Yeah, right. What did you did today. Stay <laughs> am. Not, nothing. That, that sounds like a lot of the conversations I had with friends when I was a kid. Yeah, see? That's not, that's not good. That, no. that was exactly the conversation. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. So there is that. There's that part of it. Yeah. Um, one of the questions Louise and I were exploring was, you know, we talk about how when we're very, very young, we're still, we still have that connection to source, to our inner mm-hmm, being. Mm-hmm. And then we learn to ignore it. We're taught by our society to cut it right. off, and to pretend that it's not there and to eventually get to the point where we don't feel it and sense it and hear it and all mm-hmm. that anymore. Um, when 
I was growing up, I'm pretty sure I lost that connection when I was around one. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the observations I made is, you know what? I think kids are maintaining that connection longer, maybe up to, I don't know. You tell me, I would say around age five or six. I would, yeah, I would say around five or six. I would even, I would say four actually. Four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think once you get to that school age, it's gone. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, but to me, that's an encouragement because I mean, we, in, in the course of a couple of generations, we went from one to four. That, that means it's expanding. Right. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. 20 years from now, maybe it'll be up like around seven or eight, but on the contrary, I think it'll be longer than that because there are, there are people that are trying to incorporate wellness and, and, um, meditation and, you know, stuff like that into the school curriculum nowadays. Well, so that would, that would definitely be an improvement. So yeah. maybe it'll get to the point where we can actually, as a group of human beings, we are maintaining it regularly, right? up yeah. That would be really cool. Exactly. But we also have the contrary, the, the other side of it. There was, there is truth to the idea that when I grew up, it was a simpler time. Mm-hmm. Today is a much more complex time. The, yep. the technology, the instant access, the instant yes. education, mm-hmm. all that stuff creates I mean, the best way I can describe it now, I'm not a millennial, but I've heard other millennials describe things this way. And I, mm-hmm. I'm curious to know what you would say about it. Okay. But, um, it's like they're overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that comes to them. Yes. And in that overwhelmment, they, they're constantly trying to find out how to swim in this, this rapid current that's carrying them along. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They do get how to use the technology better than yeah. the older generations do. But that doesn't help them to navigate it. <laughs> right, right. Is that you, is that your experience of it? I it's not my experience so much as because I I'm, I'm a go with the flow type of person, so mm-hmm. I take it as it comes. But I you know the the generation younger than me is having a difficult time because they had the, because of the instant access, which is why we have things like cyberbullying and stuff like that because people they, their their Twitter fingers get happy and they don't know how to express themselves, you know, in real life. Mm-hmm. So they're just, you know, putting people down over the internet thinking it's nothing. And then next thing you know, the person you've been talking about has decided to kill themselves. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's terrible in that way, but it's also good in the way in the sense of like, um, I don't know if you notice on Facebook, like for your birthday, you can um, ask for donations to a charity. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, Double-edged sword. So take, do with it what you will. I, I think really though, it, what it comes down to is how are we going to interact with it? How are we yeah. going to respond to it? Mm-hmm. I mean, as deliberate creator types pursuing law of attraction understanding, we're trying to learn how to better control how we react to given situations and how well we are able to receive what it is that we want to receive and to ignore and pay no attention to what we don't want to receive. Right, that's right. Still, we're essentially trying to learn. Well, mm-hmm. that's a, that's really what the young millennials are trying to do with the technology. They're trying yeah. to decide how do you do I handle this? How do I react to the stuff that's going on out? Yeah, there that's coming into my face and seems to be I can't get away from it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a little contrast for you, and you tell me what you think of it. Okay. When we are in source, when we're mm-hmm. in you know pre-physical spiritual, non-physical realm. Okay. From everything that we're told, mm-hmm. we are, we, we get instant 
gratification, if you will. I mean, we get the thing that, that the modern society is looking for. We get the instant gratification because the moment yeah. we start putting thoughts out, we get feedback. It just, right, right, right. there's no resistance going on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we could make an argument that what is actually happening here is that the, the need for instant gratification is, it, it can be equally expressed as the need to reconnect to source. That's true. To regain that connection and to regain the benefit of having that quick response. Yeah. Because um, that's what you get with the internet is the quick response. Quick response, yeah. Yeah. What makes it challenging is in the non-physical world, from what I understand, there's not a whole lot of, I don't like this coming through. It's all, I like this. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this world, all of a sudden we're thrust into a realm where a whole bunch of, I don't like this comes through. Right. That's what throws us off. Mm-hmm. So it's and almost people, like, what? I was going to say, and people feel forgetting that you can unfollow, you can unlike, oh, yeah. you can, you can ignore those situations, mm-hmm. but they're like, some people are like, no, I gotta, I gotta watch this, this, uh, car crash and uh, see what happens. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep the negative stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. And in the course of doing that, we end up, creating, I guess what I might call inappropriate boundaries mm-hmm. or boundaries that don't work mm-hmm. and produce the opposite result from what we're hoping for. And so now all of a sudden we find ourselves doing the one thing we didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And ourselves focusing on what we don't want. Right. Which is scary. <laughs> Especially right. When you're, a kid. when you're a little kid, you don't, what the heck's going on? I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. Why, why am I inundated with all this stuff that I don't like? Mm-hmm. And of course, in that thought process, they attract more of what they don't like. There's an instance where I don't, I don't know if it's still going on, but there, uh, a couple of months ago, there was, um, this thing on YouTube that, that was, uh, praying after kids and it was called Momo. And it was this very scary, like, anim- it wasn't really animated. I don't know. It was like claymation or something, but it was very scary to look at. And it had this, I don't know, have you seen The Grudge? Or, like, uh, what's that other movie? I'm, I have The Shining in my head, but that's not what it is. Um, well, why don't we leave it that I probably haven't seen it. That way, you Probably, can- no, you. Okay. So... <laughs> Safe bet for me. <laughs> the ring, the ring. That's the uh, that was the movie I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, the, the rule applies. I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, okay. So basically, it was that type of character, and it was, and it's really scary. And it was preying on kids who were, you know, watching regular YouTube videos. It would pop up on your screen, mm-hmm. and it would say stuff like, uh, "If you." If you tell your parents you've seen this, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna come to come oh, in your room when you when you're sleeping, and it would scare the children so bad that they weren't telling their parents that they saw this. Oh, so man. finally, I think some kid was like, "Mom, this showed up on my iPad," and a parent reported it, and it, it turned into this huge news thing. Like, you know, don't click on Momo and beware of Momo and all this stuff. But that's that's creepy that someone would go around and do that and scare little children and be like, you know, don't tell anybody, but that's, that's what happens. It's like, you don't want to talk about it. Now you're getting more of what you don't want. Now this thing, he's popping up. Mm-hmm. It's insane. It is insane. But you know what? As you're describing it, I was realizing that what you're describing is the exact same thing that the scammer does. Mm-hmm. 
That's yep. precisely what scammers do. And they get a yep. high off of that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that high is it's an energy stealing high. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know how to, to make my own energy build up, so I'm going to steal your energy. Mm-hmm. That's what the motivation is behind it. Um, and I wondered about that for the longest time. Why is it that, that there are so many programmers, I ask myself, who are really good at programming who will use their skills for evil? Who mm-hmm. will use it to try to steal people's money and to make them believe that their uh, their computer's been hacked and then hold them up for blackmail and all this stuff? Why would you even do that if yeah. you had these skills? And I realize it's because they don't know how to build their own energy. Right, right. That's exactly why they do it. Yeah, that they, they think it's easy money. But the, but the point is that they think it's easy money because they don't think that they can attract the money. Yes, that's true. That is true. They think the only way they can attract the money is by being deceptive. Yep. Mm-hmm. And deception is all about stealing energy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's a fascinating thing that, that we have developed. It's almost like it's a it's an echo mm-hmm. of the instant gratification culture. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's not like scamming is new. It's been around for generations. Yeah, but they've upgraded their situation. They have, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's kept up with the times. Yes, it has. <laughs> and in the process of being kept up with the times, it has morphed into this massive, massive craziness that goes on. It, I guess what we're really saying is, it's fascinating to watch the law of attraction in action, even when, or perhaps especially when, it's focused on what we don't want. Yeah. I mean, that's the essence of politics. That's the essence of most, mm-hmm. all drama, most yep. entertainment, mm-hmm. most music, mm-hmm. <laughs> most social media conversation, yep. most uh, social interaction. I mm-hmm. mean, it's all based on here's what I don't want. Yeah. How, bring, how easily we forget. Oh, God, yes. And <laughs> I, I bring it back once again to what we talked about earlier, about the people who are posting in the social media about Law of Attraction or Neville Goddard or whatever. And mm-hmm. I have this problem going on. I, I, I keep getting what I don't want. They like, don't you, understand yeah. how that is happening. Right. <laughs> so that's why I reiterate, it's really important to help people understand not just what's happening, but the language of it. Yeah. If you don't understand the language of it, you can't understand what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like it, the first time that I truly got the idea that when you focus on what you lack, you get more of the lack. Right. The first time I got that, it was it was eye opening. Yeah. Because now I finally understood why all these terrible things were happening. Right. I keep focusing on lack. Mm-hmm. Thinking that I'm focusing on what I want. Yep. There's the trip. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> That's an impressive insight. I mean, when Abraham gave us that one, that was like, that was worth all the money for the books. That was the yeah. whole, that right there. You focus on what you don't want and you think that it's what you want because of the way our language works. Our language works in, in terms of negation. Mm-hmm. I mean, negation doesn't work where law of attraction is concerned, but it does work where the language is concerned. Right. <laughs> Very confusing stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Kevin's been really posting up a storm here. He says, social pollution throws me off my game, which causes my negativity. Um, the only thing I'd point out there, Kevin, is that it's not causing your negativity. 
<laughs> no, no. You're causing your negativity by yes. how you react to it. Exactly. And that's yeah. the point. That's what we've been talking about for yeah. the last 40 minutes. Yep. <laughs> that's it right there. Mm -hmm. um, he also says, I love you guys, your guys' energy. Getting me up at 6 a.m., dang. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could contribute to your day. That's fabulous. <laughs> well, wakey, wakey, rise and shaky, Kevin. <laughs> he says, I'm having a great day, and it just started. That, now, that's the way to start a day. Yeah, you that go. Kind of that too. With that's your daily good. dose of happy. Daily dose of happy. That's it. <laughs> so, cool. So thanks for sharing that, Kevin. That's really good stuff. But he, there it is. He wrapped it up in, in one little three-post yep. thing there about yep. how it shows just how easily we buy into the idea that this negative stuff that's out there mm -hmm. is stuff that's outside of our control. Right. And then when we do try to control it, we express what we were, we're trying to control in the negative. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want this to happen. And then we yep. don't understand why it continues to happen. Yeah. And then we put a lot of energy into it, which makes sure that it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that's the part I want to go to next. Why do we put so much effort and energy into what we don't want? I think it's just automatically programmed in ourselves that we think, okay, what I don't want to do is, <laughs> like, I don't want to do this today but I have to, you know, so you, you automatically say it like that, where as opposed to you should say, I got to get this done today, mm. you know, and, yep. and I have to remind myself on the daily, the way I'm thinking and I'm and like, you can't in one way you can't control other people, but at the same time you have to remember what, you know what? I'm not going to let this happen. I'm going to say the positive of it. Mm -hmm. And it usually turns out for the better. So, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you just got to remind yourself. It's like that story I was telling you about um, getting getting my steroid shot in my back and how right. it's, it's a very painful process. Yeah. But when I got there, I was thinking of you in the in the way you were teaching me about about, um, you know, speaking in the negative. Mm -hmm. And I was like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to law of attracting this thing. So how, <laughs> how are we going to how are we going to fix this? I was like, if this is going to be a pain in the. Literally a pain in the back. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like, all right. Um, this, I was like, this is not going to be painful. I was like, no, no, that's not right. I was Good. like, so, and I went through like three other ones and then I came up with this will be painless. And then I just, I just kept saying that and I, and I loosened my grip and I was like, I'm not going to hold my hands tight. I'm going to loosen my grip and I'm going to breathe and I'm just keep saying in my head, this is going to be painless. This is going to be painless. And it was painless. I didn't, I didn't feel a thing. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> That's fabulous. Yeah. Well done. You also illustrated something really important there. Because mm. very often we'll take the word painless. We'll say, well, but you're still focused on pain. I yeah, I was pain. thinking about that, too. I was no. like, mm, it's still But, but you demonstrated that it's not true. Yeah. Because what really matters is how it felt, what the experience of it was. Right. You right. felt it as being good. You felt yes. it as being free. Mm -hmm. You felt it as being healthy, as being feeling good. Yes. You didn't think of it as painful. Yes. And that's what made the difference. Exactly. It wasn't the words. The words are not it. The it's words how you react have, to it. The words have feeling associated with yes. them. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the feeling can be different from one person to the next. One that's person's true. painless can be a different from another person's painless. One person's painless can be pain-oriented. Mm -hmm. Another person's mm -hmm. painless can be no pain-oriented. Right. Yeah. You, you, that's a beautiful illustration. I like that. Oh, thanks. 
You know, I try. <laughs> you do very well. Now, Susie has something. I wanted to, She wrote something out rather extensive here. I wanted to make sure I, sh- I shared it. She, she said, okay. in, this, in this 3D polarity existence, the contrast initiates free will choice, not as a negative, but as a PowerPoint of creativity. Mm-hmm. Understanding and using law of attraction helps guide us to a higher frequency perspective so that the choices begin to bring us to a higher dimensional framework for life. Mm-hmm. It will automatically create a new world where we use law of attraction for the common good. Mm-hmm. That, that's good stuff. That's true. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, a, that's a, also a great example of how you have to know the language. Yeah. There's a, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, of um, oh, what's the word? Uh, it's the English word for phrasing that doesn't have literal meaning, but we use the phrase to mean something else. Uh, uh, what is, I can't think of what it's called. The, um, well, whatever that thing is, if there's a lot of that going on there is what I'm saying. Are you talking <laughs> about an innuendo? It's like an, but it's not, it's not that specific. Okay. No, it's a kind, it's a, it's a word like, um, it's usually a phrase, and mm-hmm. and the phrase has let's see, what's an example of it? An example of it would be um, uh, I can't think of an example. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't even I, I can't even like half see the word in front of me. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, it, 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 it's an example of what would be an example? Well, give me, give me like a common phrase that gets used by millennials a lot. Uh, hmm, by millennials. I don't know about millennials, but you know what I use a lot? Uh, catch 22. Catch 22. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, the words catch 22 don't actually mean anything. Right. Okay. But if you understand the reference point. Yep. Mm hmm. There, there is a reference going on there. So you have to understand the symbolic or the metaphorical meaning of the phrase. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and it literally has nothing to do with the words themselves. Yeah. That's the, whatever that, that word is that I'm trying to think of, that's what it means. It means okay. that we have, we have language forms that don't actually mean what the words say. And that's hard for people who are coming into our country and trying to learn our language. Oh, no kidding. We've got a whole second language that you've got to learn. Like Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, with, with what Susie wrote, you know, things like um, polarity existence, mm-hmm. um, understanding, uh, a higher frequency perspective. If you don't yeah. know what that is, mm-hmm. you're lost. Well, that in the way she wrote it makes me feel like if I, let's say I didn't know anything about anything. So I'm thinking, okay, so I got to look for contrast in order to get to a higher place. <laughs> that's, that's what it says to me. So, and, and I'm not ragging at what Susie wrote because what right. she wrote was Neither great. It was yeah. wonderful. It just illustrates really well how important it is for us to find ways to express this stuff that anybody can understand without knowing the language. Right. Right. That's the key right there. That's how we mm-hmm. spread it. I mean, she was, now it, it will happen. It does happen automatically. Yeah. Yeah. Because the more that we focus on what we want. Right. The more we tend to get what we want. So mm-hmm. the, the more thoughts we get, the more ways of expressing things about what we want tend to come into our experience. Mm-hmm. So, so it does take care of itself. Right. Um, but, but it's also helpful, I think, to be mindful. And that's what I'm trying to point out. It's important to be mindful about the phrasing that we use. Yes. Because when, when we're mindful about the phrasing, 
it's easier for other people to understand what we're talking about, particularly people who don't know law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that was a long-winded way of getting to that point. <laughs> <laughs> we always go around the mulberry bush. We do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure as soon as this podcast is over, I'm going to say to myself, that's what the word is. <laughs> <laughs> that's when it comes to you. Oh, crazy. It's, it's haunting me right now. I'm, right now, it's it's just like wandering around in my head. It's like I'm teasing you for a bit. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh well, but no. Thanks for sharing that, Susie. That was really, really good. I agree with yes, you. it was. Yes. And oh, she also says there is and are lots of ahas that come through this type of language. It's important to expand our consciousness. Yeah. Well, that's it. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. So, so we do have to learn the language. We do have to learn it. Right. Uh, I, it, but it also helps to explain to people how language works. Yes. I mean, that's what happens with, with kids growing up, right? Kids yep. teach each other the language. Yeah. They don't even do it consciously. Right. I mean, it's just part of how you interact with, with a friend. Yeah, that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, this means this. That means that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I yeah. got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for the parents today that are that are trying to learn teenage lingo. No, she's... it has no rhyme or reason. <laughs> <laughs> At least back in my day, like you said something, it made sense. Well, I don't know, maybe because it made sense to me because I wasn't a teenager back then. So I'm sure the teenagers today would say the same thing. But um, I had this conversation with a with someone who was younger than me. This this guy my mom was dating his his son would always say something and he he was like, Oh, that's OD. And I was like, what does OD stand for? And he couldn't tell me. I figured out what it was, but I was like, but the fact that you are saying it over and over and over and using it in different sentences and situations, and you don't even know what it means. Right. Like, I don't know. Get it together. <laughs> well, when we're working on the script for the yep. audio play, you know, mm-hmm. the grass is greener. You went through and, and took my stuff, which needed to be done, needed yep. to be reworked into a uh, younger language. Yeah. And, and some of the times you would write stuff and I'd say, what on <laughs> earth does that mean? I don't understand. <laughs> it's funny because as I'm typing, I go, yeah, Walt's going to call me about this. <laughs> <laughs> which is also what PJ pointed out to us. My yes. sister, PJ, worked with us a little bit on the script, giving us some ideas on how to improve it. And one mm-hmm. of the things she pointed out was when you use a particular idiom, that's the word, idiom. Ooh, look at you. That's the one I, was, I did it before the end of the show. Yay. Um, when, when, when you come up with an idiom that mm-hmm. people don't understand, you have to tie it into the context in some way so that people who have never heard that particular idiom before can relate We're to it. We're still going to get it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's absolutely it. That that's how people are taught the language contextually. They're they're, they're taught it just by having parallels drawn yeah. during the conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we got to do. We got besides going through and, and throwing the hooks in and finding ways to hook stuff into the script that we have. We also have to go take a look at the idioms, the idioms that are in there, mm-hmm. and see have we have we explained it contextually so that anybody can understand what the heck's going on. Yeah, I think I did try and do that. I don't know how how much of it I because it's hard for me because I know what I'm talking about, so I, I don't. Well, it's probably know. my job more than anything yeah, else. Yeah, because I can't think. Yeah. You know, does somebody know what I mean? You right. know, is this too out of the box that I have to re-explain? The thing that I have to remind myself of is PJ was pointing out that you have to really do it blatantly. You have to make it yeah, really, really yeah. clear. 
Right. And I have, I have a tendency to be able to infer easily. And so mm-hmm. I have to remind myself, not everybody can infer easily. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so I'm going to have to even look at what I'm looking at with a critical eye. Like, yeah. you know, okay, no, be really harsh here. What is it that this is actually saying? Is this exactly. clear? <laughs> <laughs> but without losing the thread of, oh, my God, this drama is going on. <laughs> right. Because you don't want a person to stop and go, oh, that happened. But wait, what did she say? Yes, right. <laughs> You're going to lose the context of what's going on here. Exactly. You're losing exactly. the momentum of the of the drama. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of what PJ was telling us, yeah. keeping that momentum going, which mm-hmm. we knew, I think. I think you knew that too. Yeah. But but it really is important when you're yeah. trying to to write something like that. Mhm. And I carry that over to just our everyday lives. Mhm. We are really good in our everyday lives at carrying drama along. Oh yeah. So why is it so difficult to write it? It's not for me. (laughs) But that's because I have such an extensive television background. Ah, yes, that's true. Spoiler alert, right? Yeah. You know, it's like drama is is a part of my day. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it's easy for me. (laughs) But you spend your days trying to avoid it. So I don't try to avoid it. I try to change my mind about it. Yeah. Well, I, no, I did. I, I did try to avoid it. That was that was yeah. certainly an early motivation for me. But right now, I just try not to even pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not. I don't have to try it. I, I'm literally not interested. Yeah. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll, we'll sit down at dinner. We usually sit in front of the television, you know, to watch yeah. something. And she'll turn something on. I, I guarantee, especially if it's something we've seen before, within five minutes, I'm looking over at her board. <laughs> because, because I, I just have no interest in all that drama that's going on. Yeah. It's just not interesting to me. You know? So, I don't know. Does that make me a bad person? I don't know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Makes you a lame person, but not a, a lame bad person. person. No, okay. <laughs> okay, well, now I'm really showing my age. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, because Louise is, Louise is the same age as you, and she's cool. So... <laughs> Age is not an excuse. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure she'll be glad to know that she's cool. That, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, it's crazy, though. The society we live in, and I don't care where you are on, on the planet, because there are different cultures all over the planet. Mm-hmm. I don't care which one you're in. This phrase applies. The society we live in is crazy. Yep. Facts. Any culture anywhere around the world is crazy. Yep. Because we keep focusing on what we don't want. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't want any more of what I'm focusing on right now, but boy, am I interested in it. But I don't want it. But I'm yep. interested in it. But boy, I yep. don't want it. You know, it's like, come on, make up your mind. What do you want? You can, for example, you can take the last election. And people, so many people were like, I don't know who I'm voting for, but I don't want Trump. And look what we got. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you're doing, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. Of course, the people who wanted Trump, they were they were focusing on Trump. Yeah, they were saying, so I got Trump. It was law of attraction Trump. all the way around. It really was. <laughs> yeah. And we had a guy who was running for office who understood thoroughly how propaganda yeah. works. Yes. Yes. And everything was about how angry he was and how about how all the things he was rejecting and all the things that he was bad mouthing and so forth. Mm-hmm. And that became the entire news cycle. Yep. He dominated, he knew how to dominate the news cycle and he got exactly what he wanted, domination mm-hmm. of the news cycle. Yep. You know, when you get that, the conversation goes your way. Even mm-hmm. if it's dysfunctional, it still goes your way. <laughs> yep. 
So, yeah, a lot, a lot of, of expertise going on there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that's probably the thing I want to end up on today, kind of noticing that we are all expert creators. We're expert mm-hmm. deliberate creators. We don't give ourselves a lot of credit for it. Right. Most people don't even know what the phrase means. Right, know, right. You're a deliberate creator. But, mm-hmm. you know, even when you explain it to them, I think most people feel powerless. Yeah. There's a yeah. victimhood technology, not technology, a victimhood um, stance. Yeah. And, and the belief that everything is outside of our control, but it really isn't. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. Boy, we just demonstrate over and over and over again just how good we are at creating. And probably the best example of that in anyone's life is anyone can draw a slice of their life and, and draw this conclusion. They can look at all the things that went wrong. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's a long string of things that went wrong. And if we can recognize I was focusing on that and I was focusing on that and I was focusing mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Then we say, oh, my God. I'm much more powerful than I thought I was. Yeah. Yeah. Look what I created. I mean, it wasn't what I wanted at all, but mm-hmm. <laughs> holy cow, I'm just really good at this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think people forget that, that negative or positive, you're creating it. Yeah. They feel like it only, it's only working if it's positive. Mm-hmm. And if it's negative, then something's wrong and it's not working. No, it's working both ways. You're creating it. I think it's also a feeling that it should only work when it's positive. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it, like it's broken if it, if it works with a negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's something wrong. That's not the way things are supposed to work. Uh, well, good morning. <laughs> Wake up call. Yes, it actually is Hello. the way things are supposed to work. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, I should probably get our, our promos in before we were done, shouldn't I? So Yes, you should. I mean, you can always tell every time that we do one of these shows how crazy things get. And sometimes mm-hmm. they get really intellectual. Sometimes they're, we're, we're exploring you know, interviews with people. That gets kind of fun. All kinds of crazy stuff happens. and All kinds of good stuff happens here on the podcast. So you don't want to miss any of it. Become a subscriber. That's how you get every single episode coming right to your to your smartphone. And by the way, Alex, since we went to the... Um, one a day instead of two a day podcast. Uh-huh. The numbers, the numbers of listeners per episode has increased. Ah, yeah, mm. yeah. So we're actually holding back a little bit, and people are saying, "I want more, I want more." And actually, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but our YouTube subscribers have gone up. Yes, they have. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it would even help if we were live streaming to YouTube. That right, was, it that, would. That, that's going to happen pretty soon. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But in order to subscribe, make sure that you, uh, first of all, you have to subscribe. It's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, go, go to the homepage of the website, loatoday.net. And right at the top, you'll see a great big graphic icon that says, click here for your device. And you click there for your device and it walks you right through the process yep. of, of subscribing. And then you become a subscriber. And once you subscribe, make sure that you're sharing so that other people know about it. And also, you know, start following us on YouTube. Even though we don't have the live stream working there yet, it's going to be fixed in the next few days. It's just a question yeah. of when. And once it is, then you'll want to be seeing all the video coming through because mm-hmm. that's, especially if you're a live stream member of the audience, that's where you're going to be finding us once we get it fixed. And, uh, now there's a, there's a little trick you have to know that's a little bit different from subscribing on Facebook or, you know, subscribing to a podcast or whatever. And you know better than I do how to explain the little bell trick. So what's the trick with the bell? Okay. So once you hit subscribe to our LOA podcast videos, um, there's a little tiny bell right next to the subscribe button and you click on that and it'll notify you every time that we're doing an episode. That's really cool. Yeah. Go straight to your device. I'm By the way, I, I, I know that it works, 
And the reason yeah. I don't know that it works is that I've been trying to text, test fixing this live stream and yep. occasionally I'll get an actual live stream that will go and boom, I'll see somebody viewing it and I'll say, well, wait a minute. That was not intended, but it yeah, works. That was, they, that was they me. Get the that was that me. Was all day. <laughs> Cause I was like, what is he testing? <laughs> So this bell thing actually does work. It's a good it thing. It does. <laughs> it's very effective. Even my mom was like, what's Walt doing? Were you guys on today? Wait, <laughs> I got I got notifications, but they kept going, disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I figured out. I really should be testing to a different channel, but. <laughs> <laughs> but how are you going to know? <laughs> Well, that, I, that's how I found out. Exactly. Instant feedback. That's what yep. we were talking about all show long. Well, I got instant feedback. What instant am I going to do with it? I, I yep. could have gotten all upset. Instead, yep, I said, no, I'm just going to change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> so with that happy thought in mind, thank you, Alex. This has You're been welcome. Fun. I, I'm, it, it's always kind of sad when Joel isn't there, but boy, we had a good time today. Anyway. We muddle along. We do very, very nicely. <laughs> So, and thank you to those who are able to find the live stream audience. I mean, we're, we're glad to have you. I, I'm hoping that we're going to get, get a fix so that more and more people can consistently find us. That's going to yep. happen really soon. Mm-hmm. So stay with us on that. And uh, that's about it. So we'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.